0: Hey, praise the Lord, everybody. It feels so good to be back to, to Soteri Prophetic Ministries and to just be able to share um, some things that the Lord has laid on my heart. First of all, I give him honor and glory and praise for my healing. I Many of you don't know that I battled with double pneumonia for about a month. <clears throat> and so breathing was a challenge. Um, speaking was a challenge. And imagine being a pastor. Imagine being a teacher and a coach and not being able to speak So a lot of my um, communications had to be written um, so that I could convey, um, you know, what what needed to be shared. But at any rate, I want to talk to you for a few moments about relationships. I believe that um, for those of us who are closing out 23 and being um, mindful about some of our wins, as well as our losses, that we need to also consider relationships. If any of you know me, my background is in social work. So I love people. I love studying people. I love the art of learning people. Um, But also as an educator, I've learned how to help people modify challenging behaviors. And as a pastor, my job in the kingdom is to help people um, renew their minds and think like Christ. So a lot of relationship work um, is is a a part of my purpose and, and my plan. First Corinthians, First Thessalonians, five, eleven says, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. If you know anything about Jesus, He believed in relationships, and of course, Apostle Paul, all of the apostles um, believed in relationships and understood that in order to be a successful believer, in order to fulfill the great commandment to go ye into the world, you've got to learn how to relate. You've got to learn how to people. And one thing that I've found in my 20 years of pastoring um, is that we, as the body of Christ collectively, we, we, we throng the prophetic conferences. We love the supernatural. We love the gifts. We love the unctions. We love the outpourings. We love the manifestations. We love it. We, we love sensationalism. And we love to feel and we love to see. But we also must learn how to love um, people. Right. Because we minister to us through us. So um, in in Jesus's earthly life, we see so many different dynamics of how he related to people from his mom to Joseph, to his sisters, to his apostles, to his co-laborers, to the Pharisees, um, to the religious rulers, um, to those who were sick, to those who were dying, to those who Um, were uh, becoming, wanted to become students, we see how Jesus related. And um, there's so much wealth in studying how Jesus related to people. A few things that I'm going to mention to you um, before I go is that Jesus understood the importance of building relationships. I've seen, I have experienced, and I'm sure many of you have as well, how, we, we, and I always include myself because I'm still growing and evolving as well. Um, and you may hear me get winded every once in a while because I'm still growing in my lung capacity. So continue to pray with me and bear with me. I'm going to get through this message. <laughs> um, but Jesus understood the, the, the importance of building lasting relationships. Um, and and in any relationship, whether it's a church relationship, ministry, uh, ministry, relationship, work relationship, family relationship, romantic relationship, um, business. If I didn't already say that, you've got to learn how to build it takes a building. This is why this is so important for apostolic leaders to understand how to build. Now, it's not to say, because listen, I'm, I'm vacationing right now, and right next door to me, if you hear some banging in the background, there's some guys out there doing some remodeling. There's some guys doing some demolishing. And so sometimes, even in having the capacity to build, you may have to rebuild. You may find a faulty beam or um, a time for an upgrade. And so when in the building, there's also the factor of rebuilding, you know, there's a time to upgrade, there's a time to install some new things, there's some times to get rid of some old things, right? But it doesn't mean you throw the people away. Um, Even in your benediction of relationships, there's a way to do that. There is a way to even, um, I call it the art of goodbye or the art of the benediction. And so um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But Jesus understood the importance of building lasting relationships because he wanted what he built to last. And so when you think about and just analyze where you are in the way you relate to people. And there are some of us that have beautiful, flowering relationships that have lasted for years um, you know, from you still in connection with your in um, communication with your high school people, folks you graduated high school with, folks you graduated college with, folks you graduated grad school with, folks you work with, and not just the current place that you're employed, but previous places of employment. Um, you know, your family, your extended family, your in laws if you're married or what have you, your child if you got children. Your relationship with your children, your relationship with your children's friends, um, the relationship with their teachers, relationship with the people that you shop with, the people that you get in your vehicles. You know, there when you think about relationship, it, it, it's like a tree with so many branches that extends so far and to the degree that you can build and maintain healthy relationships. This adds to the essence of your life. It adds to your ability to be impactful. And so this is why Jesus understood how important it was to build flourishing relationships, because he wanted to be impactful to the degree I can remain in a relationship with you, I can continue to impact you, right? And of course, my goal is to impact you positively, to speak, you know, affirming words over you, to encourage you, to build you, like Paul said to um, in Thessalonians, to to build you up, to lift you, to help you, and it also needs to be some type of mutual. Some type of reciprocal thing, too. Right. And if I need to be encouraged, like, for example, I said earlier, I had been battling double pneumonia for about a month and there were people who sold into me and these were folks that I have sewn into. And so there's that mutual relationship thing dynamic that takes place when I'm down, you pick me up when you're down, I pick you up. And this is how we maintain our relationship. I've had people that I, I honestly didn't even know cared that much. I knew they cared. I just didn't know they cared that much that drop shipped items to my front door or they sent seed here, Apostle, get some soup, get some oranges. Here's some, you know, I had my co-workers, hey, sending me recipes, drink this tea and steep it for this long and things I had never heard of, Um, you know, I had just so many that. And then there were folks who texted and sent prayers. Hey, I'm praying for you. Read this prayer or um, listen to this song. And so they they poured into me to maintain the relationship. And guess what? When they encounter a season where they're going through a challenge, I'm going to pay it forward. Right? Likewise, there were folks who, who I thought cared. I didn't hear a mumbling word from. Right? And so, and it doesn't, listen, when those times happen, don't, here's what you don't do. You don't charge it against that person. What you do is you thank God for revealing because sometimes when you're going through seasons of challenge or seasons of infirmity or or low, your low, your lean seasons, like Joseph talked about, God will even allow you to see who's really, who is really interested in maintaining a relationship. Right. Um, and, and so sometimes when we have not developed our social, emotional, um, uh, uh, Capacity, right, or competency. Then, oh well, I was sick and and you, nobody checked on me. Didn't, and then your your whole attitude begins to frame a mindset and an attitude and a, um, a behavior around that, and it will impact people. They can pick that stuff up, but you have to look at it again when you understand the arts of relationship, the art of relationship. Even in that, God is showing you this relationship is not as strong as you thought it was, and it's okay. Remember, Jesus says. Who do you say that I am? After three years, maybe three and a half years of them walking with him and and living with him and seeing him on an upfront personal level, even after all of that time, they really didn't know who he was. And so it was Peter that the Holy Spirit gave God, um, gave revelation. and He spoke by the Holy Spirit. And he said, you know, you are Jesus Christ. And he said, bless, you are blessed. In other words, Jesus looked at Peter and he blessed him because he said, hey, you get it. You cared enough to ask God who is I? I may not know who you are. I may not know what you carry. I may not know your calling, but I'm going to because I value our relationship. I'm going to ask God, well, who is this person? What is their purpose? What how should I entreat them? And, and we know Peter was a very, you know, animated character in the scriptures, but he went to God. And he asked, who is he? He didn't make an assumption. And so what Jesus did, Jesus did not fault the other 11 and say to them, you all should have known. What's wrong with you? I can't believe. How could you? He didn't have that mentality. He didn't respond to that. At least the scriptures haven't recorded it for us to know. But he blessed the one who got it. And so sometimes, when you're in those seasons where God is showing you who knows you, it's not to take up cause against those who don't know, but it's also to draw a closer, or to uh uh to to uh, what's the word? I, I want to say it, it's to intensify the relationships that need to be intensified, right? And so. You read on and you find who was that apostle that took the the juice to the next level of ministry. It was Peter. So sometimes when we talk about relationships and building lasting relationships and when you see flaws or when you see, um, you know, uh, 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 imperfections, which we all have, it's not to take a cause against the person. It's for it's God showing you where they are and showing you their capacity. And it also may be God correcting you because sometimes we I know I do this because I'm an optimist and I believe the best in everybody until they show me otherwise. Right. Um, and sometimes God is saying, hey, you 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 might want to back up some you might want to pull back. You might want to. And he'll show you that. And sometimes, especially if you are a lover of people, it's hurtful because, again, you know, love hopes, all things believe all things. Right. And you want to truly believe that this person or these people have your best interests at heart that genuinely care and God will take a situation to show you it's really not like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not all that. You know, and I'm saying that's how we relate to one another. And again, the mature believer does not take up a cause and go off on a tantrum about, well, why didn't you I expect you, where were you? No, now you know. Now you know. And so As I come off, because I'm just going to take a few moments and just give you some things to think about as you're moving into, you know, the way you relate to people on whichever dimension of relationships that is. Thank God for the times he reveals to you the hearts of those around you and don't look at it as something that's negative. And yes, it may be painful and hurtful. I get it. Um, But because even Jesus said, will you leave me also? So, yeah, there is going to be that emotional, um, you know, Uh, uh, wound and there's going to be that reaction you're going to have because you're human. But at the same time, you have to understand that God loved you enough to show you where you are. Sometimes we place people in certain positions in our life and we don't sit in those same seats in their life. And you need to know that. And it's okay. Everybody has a choice to seat people at the table, at their table. Right. Everybody has a head seat. Everybody has these, you know, the surrounding seats. Everybody has that. And sometimes we may feel and pride will do that, too. Oh, well, I'm at the head of the table and they're like, I'm very important to them. I'd, and and you may not be. You may you may be seated in a chair in a corner. You may be a, you may be in, the, in their dining room area. Right. But you may not be at the table. You may be in the corner. Or you may, they may have you sitting outside on the boards. But you need to know that as you build and as you begin to examine where um, God has you in relationships with people, you need to know where your seat is. You need to know where you are placed. And even in that, is not a cause to fight back, bite back, clap back, get back. God is providing and serving you with wisdom so that you will, first of all, to protect you. So that you can make some better decisions for whatever you need to decide on. You need to know God is not going to have us to be ignorant. He may be protecting you from some things. He may be warning you about some things. And so you want to be mindful um, as you're building these lasting relationships. Just know that you're going to encounter some bumps and some bruises. um, But don't take up a cause against these people. Allow God and rejoice in that. He's showing you, daughter, son, this is what's really going on. And then you move accordingly, right? You move in wisdom. So I hope that these few moments I've shared with you, um, it feels so good to get back and just talk. Um, but I hope that these few moments that I've shared with you have provided some type of enlightenment Enlightenment in terms of how do we go about relationships? How do we go about relating to people? And how do you go about relating to people who may not relate to you the same way? What do you do? How do you respond to that? That's, you've got to do that work. How do you respond to people who don't respond the way you expect them to? And what gave you that expectation? Like, who told you that it was going to be thus? Did they say, hey, this is what our relationship is built upon? The Bible talks about relationships that are built on rock, sand, and what happens when winds, when adversity, when when challenges come. You're going to find out how sturdy your house is, how sturdy your relationship is. But even in that, you don't fight back. You go to God and you thank him. That he has shown you, that he has revealed this thing to you so that you're not ignorant. That you're not building with someone who's not building with you. Right? So grace and peace to you. God bless you. This has been Apostle Delisa, and I'm so happy to be back. Um, I'll try to come back when I can. Um have got a lot going on in my life. Very industrious person. But, um, you know, when the Lord lays things on my heart, I like to be obedient to share. All right. I pray all goes well with you. I look forward to coming back soon. God bless.